Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about, in another edition of Sexy Saturday, my childhood crush, Miss Elizabeth Shue. Now, some of you, many of you, I would say, who are from my generation, also had a crush on Elizabeth Shue. She is an iconic American beauty. Most of you will remember her, of course, from her breakout role in Karate Kid, where she's all freckle, fresh-faced Allie, who subsequently ends up dumping him in at the beginning of Karate Kid 2. They kind of have that throwaway line because they need Nidajan-san to fall in love with the Japanese girl in Karate Kid Part 2. But they don't do that character justice. And if you guys have watched Cobra Kai, she does come back for a, a funny episode. Now, Elizabeth Shue, why do I find her attractive? Well, you know, I don't find the, the current iteration of Shue attractive. She is 59 years old, but she looks great for her age. She's definitely still doing work, mostly on television. You see her doing a lot of work on television. She was on The Boys, the show The Boys. She did an episode there. She was also, as I mentioned, in Cobra Kai for an episode in 2021. And look, just, just a... A classic American beauty. Just a classic American beauty. Blonde hair, dirty blonde hair, blue eyes. And just epitomizes sweetness. And the funny thing is, like, no matter what movie she did later in her life, most people are not going to remember her, like, from leaving Las Vegas, for example. They're going to remember her either from her iconic roles when she was young. And what are her iconic roles? Karate Kid. Breakout role. Adventures in Babysitting. I remember seeing that in the theaters. I was 13. I had to go see it because she was in it. Cocktail. She gets impregnated by the, the Tom. The Tomcat. Tom Cruise. Iconic. And that was really her last iconic role. I mean, she did The Saint with Val Kilmer, that kind of action spy movie. Hollow Man. That's the one with Kevin Bacon, I believe, taking some experimental drug and he becomes invisible and he starts stalking people. And, uh, you know, that that's really, then he does, then she does some like bad movies like Piranha 3D and just, just kind of garbage like that. You see her here and there, but also what you might not know is her brother, Andrew Shue, was a mainstay on Melrose Place. He played Billy. And the thing about, the thing about, both of them played soccer and they were really good at soccer, especially Andrew Shue. Think about Billy, it's like he always had this weird curl in his face, like his lip. He always had a weird curl. And he was not a good actor because that was not his background, was acting. And if you guys are keeping up with at all with any, any celebrity gossip, there was that cheating scandal that happened on Good Morning America 3 between Amy Roback and TJ Holmes. TJ Holmes is the African-American anchor of Good Morning America 3, and she is the co-anchor and then. It was found out that they were having an affair. Amy Roback's husband was Billy from Melrose, Andrew Shue. So Amy Roback's sister-in-law is Elizabeth Shue. And so 
When he found out, Billy found out, he's promptly filed for divorce, which is sad. It's sad. So, other things about Elizabeth Shue, look. She was in the movie with Nicolas Cage leaving Las Vegas. Nicolas Cage got the Academy Award for that, and she got a nomination for that. And I think, you know, I have not seen the movie in quite some time. It has been, I don't know, I, I, I know I've seen it since 95. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I haven't seen it since 95. And I think she's good in it, but, you know, it's it's... It's one of those weird things where she tries to, to get untypecasted because she plays a sex worker in that movie. She plays a sex worker and it's like, no, I get why you're doing it, Elizabeth. I get why you're doing it, but you can't be a sex worker because you're always going to be Allie from The Karate Kid. Allie on the beach checking out Ralph Macchio playing soccer. Allie, the one who scratches, scratches Johnny's face. Allie, who plays air hockey. I remember playing that air hockey when they're at the arcade. The one where it's United States versus the Soviet Union. He's playing, she's playing that hockey game with Danielson. And then they have the famous kiss. And I remember being in middle school and me and my friends were analyzing their kiss. It's like you could see tongue. I mean, it was just so stupid. I mean, but again, you're Allie from Karate Kid. Don't be a sex worker. You can't be a sex worker. I get why you're doing it, but don't be a sex worker. In terms of her private life, see, this is one of the reasons why they're in sexy Saturday. Now look, Elizabeth Shue, of course, later in her life, tried to be a little more sexy, like, like in, in Leaving Las Vegas, but she's not classically i would say like beautiful sexy she's not sexy even when she tries to sex it up you're always going to be cute and sweet and that's why i like her and one of the reasons i picked her for this case is because if you've if you've listened to the sexy saturday edition most of these women that i pick actually have pretty stable relationships and elizabeth shoe has been with the same guy since 1994 94 Guggenheim. He's a director. He mostly television directing. They've been married since 1994, and they have three children together. David Guggenheim, and they have three children: Miles, Stella, and Agnes. Look at that, like old school names. I love Agnes as an old school name. So kudos to you. Kudos to you for just being a cute all-American girl. You know, I don't have to look you up, but I'm sure you're from probably lived in California because you look like you're in California. But no, she was actually from New Jersey. And she went to Wellesley College. Then she went to Harvard. Look at it. And then she left Harvard. Then she went to Columbia. Look at this. The girl is smart. The girl is smart. And she's cute. And I love my Elizabeth Shue. She will always be the girl next door, even though she doesn't want to be the girl next door. And yes, you could be a sex worker and leave in Las Vegas. I wanted Vegas. to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20. 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. But you're always going to be the girl next door. I do remember her because I, I am a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the Larry David show on HBO. And she did have uh, an appearance on that, probably I would say the best season where they try to reunite Seinfeld. And so she is casted against Cheryl Hines, who is Larry David's wife on the show, uh, for the role of of the new, of, of I think it's, it's, not Kramer, I think it's George's new wife. So she plays uh, a, an episode there. And as I mentioned, she's pretty good in winning in the Cobra Kai episode where she, both both Billy and, and Danielson, who are both, oh, well, Danielson's married on the show, and then Billy, uh, she kind of talks to them and flirts with both of them. So it's really cute to see, that, see her come back. And I remember, I watched the first season of Cobra Kai, but... I remember there were rumors that she was going to become a reoccurring character, and it, it's sad that she's not. I know she's probably more active on the, on the TV show on Amazon, The Boys, but it would be great to have seen her come back just to do a season on that show. But either ways, Elizabeth Shue, you're always going to be my high school crush. Always, always, always. I will always love you, and you're an amazing woman. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please rate and review right now. It helps with the algorithm. Also, there is a link if you'd like to make a donation that really helps defray the cost of hosting this on a server because I don't make any money off of this. I would appreciate that. And lastly, there's a link to the website which hosts all the podcasts. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.